This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, everybody. This is Adam, co-host of the podcast you're about to listen to. Just a quick heads up that if you're in the Los Angeles area, you should come out to Skip Town Playhouse this Saturday at 8 p.m. to see an unpop stand-up show for free. That means no money. It will cost you nothing. You can't afford not to be there. I'll be telling jokes. Travis Clark will be there. Madison Shepard, Vanessa Gritton, Kevin Anderson's hosting, Jessica Singer's on the show. Oh, and Tom Ryman. Tom Ryman will be there. And Alex Schmidt. There's other people. I'm th- I'm forgetting all the names. You get it. Just come on out. It's a free show, and it's going to be a damn good time. Skip Town Playhouse, 8 p.m., Los Angeles. We'll see you there. Thanks. Now enjoy this show. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I'd come on this show to defend those opinions. But now I don't really do any of that shit. I just do this show. Joining me today, he is the host of the Cracked Podcast, which you can hear on Cracked.com or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. He was also my former co-host on the Your State is Insane podcast, if you remember that. He's also one of the best damn people in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, Alex Schmidt. Also joining me, he is one of my favorite comics in all of Los Angeles, possibly in all of the country, definitely in all of the world. You can see him telling jokes this Saturday, April 21st, at the Skip Town Playhouse in Los Angeles for free. How about that? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about myself. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. How's it going? Me? It's going great. Yeah, you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brett's we're in. in a good we're mood. We're doing it. I feel like Howard Dean, we're after having... he screams, oh. probably just like not in a, not in a great mood. Oh. <laughs> Brett's soundboard is acting up, so he's got to use dad's old school Marantz soundboard with the tube <laughs> amplifiers yeah, we, and things in it. We have my laptop, which has... As many sounds as the internet can provide. All the sounds in the world. But for some reason, Adam and Alex's ears are too sensitive for its power. Yeah. 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 Because it's deafening. Yeah. I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> the sound great podcast so far. Painful. How's it going? What are we here for? It's been, it's a great podcast. It's a, it's been a great podcast. It's been a great day. Thanks everybody for coming out. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's going to be it. here, man. Yeah. We, probably can't, we probably can't wrap it up that quick. Alex Schmidt's here, though. Yeah. This is exciting. Yeah. Thanks for uh, doing the show. I was on the Cracked podcast recently. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. Thank now you Alex that. is here. Oh, yeah. And you did ListCast, but I don't know if ListCast will be out by the yeah. time people hear this. There's a bevy of us awaiting people. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. There is there's an episode of the three of us talking about the best pizza chains. Brett gets very passionate talking about yum brands. I love brands. I love brands and I'm passionate. <laughs> Just I'm brands. passionate. I'm passionate about engaging. He follows them on Instagram. <laughs> I follow many brands. I love participating in their R and ROI. And it's just, I think it's, I think it's a great thing to participate in the, <laughs> in brands. Did either of you grow up in a test market like I did? No, you've told me about it a bit, but yeah, yeah. it's pretty dope. Well, okay. I, I, I said on that podcast, how I grew up in a test market for a Disney, like a Disney's take on a DZ discovery zone on that podcast. But you'll <laughs> yeah. have to wait, listen to that podcast to find out about Oh, that's right. Yeah. I wasn't in a test market for like new Cheetos or some shit like that. 
if that's what you're I asking. was. Peoria, Illinois was a test market. So I got raspberry Pepsi and tropical Pepsi and all the fun Doritos. Good times. That's not what we're talking about today. But <laughs> Alex, how have you been? I've been good. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, just like enjoying the spring you know, starting. The hardest part of the show for and me is the first few minutes. Baseball. Yeah. And also when I get a bunch of shit in my throat when I'm trying to do this intro part. But that's why we call this segment This Week in Me. And it's about to get really intense. I really blew that intro. I really, I thought you would cut me off a lot sooner, and so I didn't actually think about how I've been doing. Yeah. And then suddenly I was still talking. I got that sense, too. <laughs> and I then felt I was like, just I like really... uh, uh, spring. Oh, God. Like, who am I? <laughs> Baseball. White Sox. <laughs> Baseball's back. Baseball oh, is man. back. The White Sox were undefeated for such a brief, perfect moment. They were 2-0. and oh. It was great. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. wow. I haven't cool. started following baseball season yet because it's like, I mean, the season technically hasn't even started. It started, but it hasn't it started. It doesn't really start till schools are out. Yeah. And even then, you know, probably not till like. It's like a basketball mid, game. Mid you can check August. in at the last five minutes if you need to. Yeah. And it'll be fine. <laughs> but we're not talking about sports today. We're talking about Facebook. Ooh. Yay. Where I connect with friends. Wow. Where you connect with friends and get news. It's where <laughs> I get my most of my news. It's where I get all my news. It's where I get all my information. And we should drive to wherever they are and burn their building to the ground. <laughs> Fine with it. <laughs> I don't know if people know this. I used to tie this podcast every week to a weekly column on cracked.kizom. Never heard of it. Alex, you heard of it? I have. I have heard of it. He loves, he loves the brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just way of the web brands. Yeah. I have been writing again for a site called Vandal Press, started by Brett's favorite person, Isaac Simpson. I love the Simpsons. I'm like, the, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a right wing site. It's not a right wing site. It's a very site. libertarian with scary leanings kind of place. That's where yeah. you that's where you ride, baby. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I get to be like the the combs of that site where I'm like, hey, Trump supporters listen to me right now. Except the difference is combs was a fuck stick and I'm dope. It's not right wing per se. It's just that in my columns, if I were to choose a master race at gunpoint, it would probably be the white the white race. <laughs> Is that what oh, you're trying wait. to say? Well, no, it's actually not. Like, oh, I, I know. I'm just joking. <laughs> just I'm writing for the, Breitbart. Fine. The people, <laughs> fine. people closest to me Breitbart. in my life are all politically, like, I wouldn't, I don't even want to have a conversation. I just, I, I saw it as quite the challenge to jump in on a site like that and be the person I am and still win those motherfuckers over. That's what yeah. we do with this network. Yeah. Why is it called Vandal Press? I don't know. Yeah. Probably. I don't. I have no idea. They feel like a, a tribe of goths who are like <laughs> going through <laughs> Rome or something. That's how I feel when I uh, write. I shouldn't. I shouldn't make fun of the name. You're enjoying writing for them. I mean, I, I, I love that back. you know that the word origin of Vandal. <laughs> and when you use the word goths, I know that you don't mean like. A fat, oh, like, a like fat no, guy people in black. who loves nightmare yeah. borders. <laughs> I know you mean like the goths. <laughs> Good on you. It is fun with those words. This, this is a sidebar, but I uh, uh, recently, the word bohemian, it's not that recent, but it's become a thing for like, oh, cool artistic city people. Oh, they're wearing your vest. Bohemian. But like, but like my mom grew up in Iowa around Czech bohemian people, like from the region of Bohemia. And so when that word started coming up, she was like, are, people are way into Czech food and music <laughs> in the cities. What's going on? Yeah, I I wrote a column for I've written two columns for Vandal Press. One was about Venezuela, which is my favorite topic of 2017. <laughs> it's 2018, bruv. I know, and now we're moving on to my favorite topic of 2018, which is how Chicago White Sox. Yeah. Chicago White Sox. Fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> there is a Alex, I don't know if you know, hanging over your shoulder. I did. I did see that. Big yeah. Cubs. It's framed because yeah. winning the World Series is important. <laughs> you should try it sometime. 
I've tried it in my lifetime. It's been great. <laughs> yeah, they've won a few. Yeah. Uh, I wrote a column about uh, how we should destroy Facebook, and I don't. I don't mean that figuratively. I mean we should cripple Facebook's ability to operate within our society. Right. It's actually the title. It's called the title of the column is "Hey, Let's Kill Facebook." <laughs> All right, and. It actually came out the same day the hashtag delete Facebook hashtag started trending. So that was fortuitous. That was right? good. But good I traffic have, for your for your <laughs> white power blog. <laughs> <laughs> so that helped. That was good. It I had written it a few days before that, but I think delete Facebook is a good thing. Even as a comic, like I feel like I could give up the promotion I get from Facebook. What promotion do you really get? That's the thing. That's what I've been wondering lately. I know it's a good way to get people to come to your shows, but let's be real. Like 25 people are coming to your show. Like, well, I don't think it's really a good way to get people to come to your shows. Like, I think it's only good for like, talking to other comics about doing their show or booking them. Like that's basically the only way it's helpful. That is like at all. It's like a good, it's essentially a good way to like email someone. If you don't know their email address. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of comics I keep in touch with mostly just through Facebook. I, yeah, I, I deactivated my Facebook like two days before the delete Facebook thing happened. Oh, oh wow. Look I at know you. I was really, I was really above. I was like really just <laughs> That's in on impressive, it before. It was Brad. like, it was so weird. Just like in the community that I was living in, it was like all natural. It was all bohemian. It was like, <laughs> everyone was like on, not right. on Facebook for like a reason. Yeah. was for like, you know, like the real reason. And now like everyone came in and like, there's all these big, people in these big buildings deleting facebook and stuff and it's just really like taken away sort of that bohemian like vibe that i brought yeah. to deleting facebook like you deleted facebook before it was cool that's what i'm trying to say i don't i yeah. don't want to say that out loud like you don't like want to say it that way but i'm not afraid to say it and give you the credit you deserve <laughs> sure yeah i haven't deleted facebook i have a dummy facebook account that like kevin durant that what Kevin Durant has like dummy Twitter accounts that he. Oh, that's right. He comments on. Yeah, he like said. Continue. I'm, I'm just, I know people don't like sports. So we, we've been talking about Chicago baseball too much. But I, sorry. Now I, there's two tangents I want to go on. I want to keep talking about Facebook, but I also want to talk about a sports cop podcast. We should have one. Yeah, sports cop podcast. Awesome. Sports sports sports, cop. sports cops. Pot, sports cops. It's about like that one court in Veterans Stadium in Philly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> dragged people in who were drunk. Try people so they can get out and still see the ninth right, inning. Yeah. I don't know if people All right, know about yeah, that. All right, yeah, we're anyway, getting off. Sorry, yeah. So I wrote a column on Vandal Press called Hey, Let's Kill Facebook, and you should go read it. It's all about the reasons why Facebook needs to die. And I wrote it before the... What's the... What was the scandal that Cambridge, just Cambridge, Cambridge Analytica. Analytica? Yeah. Yeah. Goths. I wrote it right before that <laughs> came out, before the Cambridge Analytica goths stormed Facebook <laughs> with their meddling and made things worse. But yeah, it was good timing that I wrote it when I did. And now we're doing a podcast episode about how everyone should delete Facebook, even though I haven't. Yeah, I haven't. Either. Make the leap. I um something happened in November 2016. I can't remember. I blocked it out. But <laughs> the day after this thing happened, I was it the Cubs winning the World Series? <laughs> no, I don't care. No, okay, go on. No, that was something that happened in in uh, November 2017 that I blocked out. The Dodgers. Oh yeah, yeah. Not winning. Anyways, game seven. So. <laughs> Something happened in November 2016. We all know about it. We don't like it. Some people in their right wing blogs have been have been predicting it for four years in advance. But that was when I was writing for the other right wing blog. I was quite upset about what happened in November 2016. And I was like, I'm done. I deleted the app from my mobile devices and I only used it in a, a professional sense in that. I was like on the admin, you know, board for various 
podcast at a website that I don't remember. Like the name what? Of. I, I don't remember the name of the podcast or the website that I was doing it for. But anyways, I bet it was hosted by a really great dude. I know we didn't have a Facebook page for the for the crackle podcast. <laughs> <laughs> But for, you know, Crackle, Crackle yeah. movie cl- clams and um, <laughs> beast, beast television show ever. <laughs> uh, the, I was like, so I, I operated the Facebooks for those. Got it. So I, I needed a Facebook account, but I, I deleted it. And then same as you before the Cambridge Analytica, I was just like, we'd been talking privately. And I think even on that episode with Michael Swain about New California, we talked a lot about what's going on with facebook and i was just decided two weeks ago i'm like i'm done and um my life has been exactly the same except for eight times a day i don't see like a person who i took an improv class with 12 years ago being like "Ugh, such a bad day on the subway today (laughs) yeah i didn't like phantom thread oh shut up get out of here (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's the thing like if you delete facebook you'll notice it brings your stress down a little. Yeah. And I just kind of like thought I was onto a cool thing when like oh, I've, so. I've deleted it a few times and like I have to, I've had to keep it because of comedy and it's always like, God, I just feel so much better when I'm not seeing people posting the shit that they're posting. Yeah. Isn't it so funny that comedians People who who wheel and deal in the in the verbiage, the witty verbiage of being funny, the one thing they can't get rid of is like the least funny fun place in the world, which is Facebook. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I've even since the delete Facebook thing started, I've seen people posting like, "Oh, well, show me a better venue for promoting comedy," and it's like, "Show me a better venue for subverting a democracy through Facebook ads." Like the trade off yeah. isn't. No one's coming to your show anyway. We could probably just do without it. Yeah, you can. I mean, you just have to kind of promote shows in life. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even really that helpful for it. Yeah, I mean, no one's like buying the CD of the guy who's like handing out CDs in Times Square, but no one's coming to like random hamsters in the dumpster behind a (laughs) behind a pizza place that you've been to once. It's on Wednesday at. 12 noon and it's an open mic and there's 14 comedians that are not very good. <laughs> right. Like, and even just breaking past this sort of like the, the, the small bubble of LA and New York comedy scenes, like, and even going past the Cambridge Analytica thing, which is bad, very bad. There's like eight worse things that Facebook are doing. Yeah. That you should actually be madder about than like they sold your data to like someone who made a fake quiz and sold the, that data to Russians. Right. When the the first thing that made me want to write this column, I was doing we did an episode with Greg Edwards. I don't remember who else was on it. I want to say Katie Merriam. It was the episode you weren't on. Yes. And we brought up Facebook And I just kind of blurted out, Facebook is basically big tobacco for emotions. And I was like, man, what a great quote. Even Greg Edwards was like, whoa, (laughs) that's crazy. (laughs) And then I was so proud of myself. I went out and Googled like that after to make sure I was the first person who said it. Right. Nope. Mark Benioff, the CEO of Salesforce.com. Yeah. At the Davos World uh, Economic Conference or Forum, mm-hmm. whatever that was. The, were the Visigoths there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he gave an interview to CNBC and he was like, look, there's all these tech companies that they're basically engineering their products to be more addictive. And we know that what their products are doing is damaging society and it's influencing people's emotions and feelings in a bad way. And we're going to have to regulate it at some point. And do, do so we, he was the first one to make that correlation, I should add. Do we want to kind of roll through some of the ways that they're playing with emotion? Like some of the, the, the low down and dirty stuff they're doing. So then we can talk about it a little bit more just in case people don't yeah. know. 
like people know about the Cambridge Analytica thing. They might like they might have even heard about it. They don't even know specifically what that is. But there's probably three or other three or four other things that they do that like are pretty pretty shady. Yeah, one of the craziest things that comes to mind is the I think it was 2014 they did what they called a social contagion experiment. Sounds normal. Yeah, it sounds perfectly normal yeah. what you want from your social media networks. <laughs> they couldn't call it like Project Moon Laser or something. Like, it sounds like thinking? it sounds like the beginning of a movie where like Tilda Swinton in like a white lab coat asks <laughs> asks like a toddler to shoot her father or something like that. The social contagion has begun. It was kind of that, so to speak. Basically, they teamed up with I don't remember what the two universities were, but they teamed up with scientists from these two universities and they took a sampling of, I think, 650,000 Facebook users. And the entire goal of this experiment was to determine if Facebook could make a person happy or sad just by manipulating what they see on their timeline. And good news, they can. Oh, great. It, they basically, if what they determined is if they show you negative posts, you're way more likely to immediately log on to Facebook and post something negative. Yeah. And if they show you nothing but happy posts that they've deemed are upbeat, you're going to go on Facebook and post something happy. Mm. And this was, I think, 2012, 2014. And they've been they have they've run tons of experiments like this <laughs> and it's bad. That's not good. And so we know that this is we know that this can happen and people at home might be like, yeah, well, duh, if I see a video of like a dog in a cage being drowned on, you know, I'm going to get upset at that. Or if I see a video of a puppy playing in a field, like I want to share that in a, you know, in a positive way. But you have to keep in mind that this is not this was an experiment, but Facebook is an actual business who knows they are doing this and they actively they do do this to you to boost their business. They want you to click on things, to click on ads, to share your data, because that is the product. And what they, what they don't want you to like take or leave Facebook. They want you to be on Facebook all the time. They want you to be sharing shit on Facebook. They want you to be buying shit on Facebook because that's right. how they make money. Yeah. So while that experiment sounds kind of on, on a, just sounds like pretty basic. You have to understand that Facebook is actually doing that stuff, not in a clinical setting. They're just figuring that out about you. And they're showing you shit that makes you post more or makes you connect more, makes you click more on advertisements, whatever that is. Right. Yeah. And it's important when you say that, like, they are trying to replace the entire Internet with Facebook. Yeah. Like, if you if you yes. like any part of the Internet more than you like Facebook, you should be upset because they just want to flatten it out and replace everything completely. It, yeah, it's it's so complicated. I mean, it gets into issues of democracy it gets into issues of why a certain website that i can't remember the name of doesn't have many of the people who used to be working for it including two of the people in this room it's there's it's so complicated and affects eight different right verticals and in, in your different types of economies in the you know in the world yeah and the thing about publishers you know, we've talked so much on the internet of late about net neutrality and how fucked up it would be if people with enough money were able to access the best parts of the internet and the people who didn't have the money just get whatever you get. That's how Facebook works. Like, that's exactly how yeah. Facebook works now. If you're, if there are two publishers who both happen to have a million followers on Facebook, the one with the most money can show their stuff to more of their followers than the one with less money. That's everything we've been railing against the Internet becoming. But with Facebook, we're just like, yeah, sucks that you relied on Facebook so much. You fucking idiot. Yeah. And it's like, why wouldn't people have relied on Facebook for traffic and things like that? And now they're snatching it out from underneath all of these publishers. And it's like net neutrality doesn't exist there. So I don't know. 
I, I it already they already kind of wiped it out. Like it's it doesn't matter. They what totally the law is. wiped it out, yeah. and it's like you make these arguments with people though, and they're still just like, yeah, well, where else am I going to promote my stuff, or where am I going to keep in touch with my high school friends? Your high school friends are all fucking bitter disappointments, and you fucking know it. <laughs> like I've everyone I've connected with from high school, like nine out of ten of them, I regret it. So you can give up that part, but it's just a thing that is actively trying to make you sad or if it's not trying to make you sad, it's just like, Oh, you're happy. How can I exploit that? It's trying to keep you there. Right. Whatever, whatever it needs to do to do that. And if you're one of the people who just stays on Facebook for the, for the puppy videos and like this boy with crutches can walk again, it'll keep you there with that. But it's, it's an empty experience. Yeah, you have to be like 1% more thoughtful about your internet experience to go outside of Facebook. But most people don't want to do that. Well, yeah, especially when like companies suffer from all this. It it seems like the average person doesn't care. They're just like, well, you know, just whatever. Like they just, they just see the internet as just this thing that happens. You know? Yeah. And Facebook, it, it just kind of flattens it all out. And it is like it's a sleeker interface than some websites, some places. But that's about it. Like, it's also much less interesting. Right. Good. Well, that's that's the <laughs> thing. That's the thing is that they've created. It's funny. We went from this sort of walled off experience when the Internet first be- entered everyone's homes in the mid 90s with AOL. Like you, ha- you went on AOL. Yeah. You didn't go on the, you went on AOL and everything you needed that was there. You got your mail. You got your chat rooms. ASL. Alex. <laughs> boy. Los Angeles. It also, I that's like how you it, choose to identify. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then yeah. I identify as Culver City. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, well, it also, I like that it physically entered everyone's homes as a CD. I don't know if people remember that. But oh, like, you would get a, a disc in the mail containing AOL. It was great. And... And then we were like, oh, this is dumb. Why don't we just like, you know, be on a browser and go to different pages? And then Facebook comes around and once they invent the news feed and they're bringing everyone back into that, that kind of walled off viewing experience where you're watching, you're watching the platform Facebook. You're not watch, you're not watching the internet. If that makes any sense. So in a way, hey, they created a good product the same way that YouTube, uh, Google, YouTube created a good product. Watching videos online is kind of shitty and like it would be laggy or whatever. It wouldn't really work. YouTube's yeah. like, come over here, upload as many fucking videos as you want. Put up just like these giant long ass videos. I think they used to only be 10 minutes, but like upload as much as you want. It's going to work. It's going to be on YouTube. It's going to work, but we own everything. And so by creating that platform, good for them. They can make the rules, but it's, I don't know. It's just now we've, we've gone too far. We need them. Yeah. You know, like we need to break up Facebook. Like it's like a monopoly on consumption or we need to make Facebook like government regulated. Here's what we need to do. We need to regulate Facebook exactly the way we regulated cigarettes. Because for a long time, like even with the, oh, well, they're running social experiments on people. That's basically human experimentation. The argument people always make, there's two arguments. One, oh, well, they're a private business, so they can do what they want. No, they fucking can't. Like there are so many private businesses that we regulate. Right. Like it's you so can't funny. run a convenience store and sell heroin. Like we have rules against that. Obama, yeah. <laughs> but thanks nine eleven. <laughs> we but, were this close. <laughs> but uh, that's one argument. Oh, it's a private business. You can't tell a private business what to do. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely can tell a private business what to do. And the thing about human experiments, you sign a user agreement. When you join Facebook. Yes, I read it very carefully. No, Exa- see, that's it. the thing. Like, <laughs> it's like the length of the Patriot Act. So, yes, there's some degree of implied consent when you use Facebook. You know, okay, well, they're mining my data and they're going to use it in this way. And that's fine. That's a decent argument. But also, there's some implied consent 
to smoking cigarettes and then getting cancer. Like, yeah. you know, the risk you're taking, but we still put a fucking warning on the labels. Yeah. Why can't we do that with Facebook? If Facebook wants to mine our data and actively make us sad, what would be the harm in putting a big obtrusive banner on every Facebook page that says, Hey, just a reminder, we're watching you and we're trying to make you more upset. Don't forget it. Right. And then add a thing about also everything you read on here is for entertainment purposes only. This is not news. This, right. Because the defense Facebook made after all of after fake news really became news, they were like, <laughs> hey, why should we be responsible for this? We're, we're not a news site. Yeah. Well, well, fine. Then strip that credibility from them. Put that fucking banner up there that says this is not a news site. And if you go to the bar and tell your friends you read something on Facebook and you treat it as news, all of your friends are going to go, fuck you <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about you read it on facebook you fucking idiot because that's what the internet used to be people used to be like hey i read it on the internet and we'd be like oh come on. yeah gotta, you gotta go to the library to confirm that what do you mean you read it on you the have internet? to read a book written by a man from the 50s <laughs> yeah i used to try to write a paper in school using like an online encyclopedia and and teachers would be like no yeah. way that's crazy People i remember still oh, scoff yeah. at wikipedia <laughs> like like wikipedia is not meticulously edited by the biggest nerds on the internet <laughs> but facebook they're like yeah man i read it on facebook fuck that it's funny that you mentioned tobacco and i think it's a really good comparison i wonder if cigarettes came out 50 years later if it were just the kind of if smoking were at the levels it were now if they as they were you know 50 60 years ago before these regulations came in i wonder if we would actually if the government would actually put the regulations on on cigarettes that we that we do have and we have had for 20 or 30 years i i'm a little Maybe because. that's just the just a side effect of being so worn down by the pro business government of the people who I I don't remember what happened on November on in November twenty sixteen, but I believe they took Yeah, it I don't know. But like I, I just wouldn't be surprised if I just don't know how you regulate a big business like that. And I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, if Marlboro Marlboro and all those places if it was 2018, they would be like, it's all right to sell cancer sticks to people. How can you stop us, government? Yeah, that's I, the thing. Like, I, I think we're so tuned into that argument as a society now where we're like, what's well, a private business? You can't tell private business what to do. Yeah, we fucking can. That's what yeah. regulations do. It's the it's the same thing with the Second Amendment thing, too. It's like, well, it's in the well, it's in the second it's in the Constitution. It's the Second Amendment. You can't change it. Well, first of all, the world word reg, well regulated is before <laughs> anything else in that fucking sentence. But also the First Amendment isn't guaranteed. You can't it's the first amendment is regulated, right? You can't say fire in a crowded theater. That's the famous example. You can't use your first amendment rights to fuck with other people and hurt them. Yeah. And fuck with their rights. Yeah. So if your second amendment is fucking with other people's right to not get shot in the fucking head at math class, then maybe you can regulate the second amendment in the same way that we have regulated the first amendment. It, this, there's such a, it's just it's such a lie in America to be like, well, I can do whatever I want. No, no, you no, you can't. fucking can. Yeah. The it's a private business argument is so weak when it comes to Facebook because because of the tobacco thing. We let big tobacco do whatever they wanted until one, we found out they were manipulating their products to make them more addictive. And two, when they got in front of Congress and were like, we don't have any proof that they cause cancer. And everyone was like, fuck you. You know goddamn well yeah. they cause cancer. And that's beginning well, to happen with... I'm sorry, Alex, go for it. No, it was, and also the private business thing falls apart for Facebook because they also, when it was like, hey, you should regulate your thing, they were like, how could we possibly do that? Well, like, yeah. great, you've asked us to then. Like, yeah. you, you have way too much influence over people. 
to throw your hands up at it. Like we have to take care of it if you don't. And right. you know? it actually goes back to that new California episode with um Michael Swaim. Swaim. Michael Swaim of something.com. Small Beans Podcast Network. Oh wow, okay. Uh <laughs> We were talking about New California, like the the, the 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 New California we were actually talking about is actually called New California. And that's sort of like a right wing. We don't want to deal with the big cities right. sort of thing. But there is another group of people trying to secede from California. And that's all these. Is it the su- state of Jefferson? Up there no, there's there? the, there's also the state of Jefferson, which is kind of similar to the New California thing. It's like, oh, yeah. we, you know, we need to be able to be as libertarian as we want, but like have as, you know. But then complain when we don't have roads or whatever. <laughs> right. uh, but also there's a bunch of tech bros who basically want the San Francisco Peninsula from like, you know, the Golden Gate Bridge to like San Jose to separate and become their own become their own state, which is basically like they only want to have these rich bros living there and they don't want to have any government regulation. And they're they're just as libertarian as the right. We want to shoot shit out in the, you know out in Eureka, California or wherever. <laughs> I love that they're sick of the famously strict government of San Francisco. Like, well, no, yeah. but actually it is famously <laughs> like, strict. It actually, I know that I know it's like, regulation, but yeah, but like, it, so we have these two opposite coins of libertarians and it's like, we have all these guys with, you know, ranchers hats on who just want to shoot stuff. And like, they don't want, they don't want the government prying in their business. And then on the, on the other side, we have all these Facebook people and tech bros who want to have this candy land where they can drive around their Tesla cars running the fuck over people and being like, Hey, it's okay. It's only in beta. So we shouldn't, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's only in beta. So like you shouldn't charge me or my company or my software with murder because like we just live here and there's no regulations while we're testing all of our buses and shit. <laughs> yeah. One of the things that worries me, and I got this when I said, hey, don't laugh at the idea that Trump might win if he runs for president. Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg running for president legitimately worries me. Yeah. Because Trump, we set a precedent when Trump took office. He was like, yeah, I have all these business interests. You want me to divest from them? All right, I might. But maybe I won't. And we were just like, okay, we have so many bigger fish to fry. You run your fucking real estate companies. Mark Zuckerberg's business is surveillance. Like he spies on us. And I don't trust him to divest from Facebook when he becomes president. And it's not that unrealistic. If you look at what Mark Zuckerberg was doing in 2017, he was going out to all of these small towns and doing things that look like what a person does when they're planning to run for president. But then no. he's like, no, I'm not going to run for president. They kiss babies and they go to diners and they just like nod and listen to people. And that's yeah. what he did. He was in like fucking Oklahoma and Iowa. And right. he just got very interested in Iowa tourism. Yeah, for a that's while. all. He wanted to see the American Gothic house in Eldon. He wanted to go to the the giant strawberry. I just want to watch. You know, I run a <laughs> I run a large Internet uh, media surveillance data mining thing. <laughs> you know what? I want to go into this um, window blinds factory and hear about what people who make window blinds are worried about. Because I'm not running for president. Definitely not running for president. Right. A guy who in the neighborhood he Very lives in in the Bay Area yeah. is in basically at war with the city and his neighbors to get like as much land and privacy as he possibly can for his house. Also just wants to meet a bunch of Iowans in New Hampshire. Yeah, that's awesome. It's yeah. just like a thing he loves. And here's loves the, people. Here's the thing. that loves people from that movie. <laughs> I love people. <laughs> the tech industry and I'm assuming Facebook in general has Trump's immigration policies are not in line with the tech industry. The tech industry, there's one particular visa program that the tech industry uses to bring labor from. It's for fuck's sake, probably the only immigration point I agree with Trump on where companies like Facebook will bring people from India and China and be like, Hey man, People in America are just stupid and they don't fucking get math and science. So we have to hire people from overseas. Also, we're diverse. But no, they're selling 
exploiting cheap labor as diversity is like the 100 percent like the super highly skilled labor visa kind of thing it's the i think it's the j1 visa and there are a lot of people here in this country who are here for perfectly and they're paying the the like the indian or wherever immigrants they're paying basically like thirty thousand dollar a year for right whereas someone who went to a college in america might be like hey can you give me fifty thousand so i can still not afford to live in (laughs) san francisco drive a fucking uber yeah at night exactly and they play it off as oh american colleges just aren't keeping up and uh americans and especially women are not smart enough to work in our jobs. And we're just like, yeah, it's Facebook. They're liberal. So what they're saying must be true. Are but no, they, they are everyone who it like the, the thing that gets left out of immigration debates is wages. Like yeah. Facebook is as guilty as anyone else of going, Oh, well these people will work for less and we can exploit that. That's a thing Facebook and the tech industry in general does. And they have a vested interest in keeping that going. Mm -hmm. And if Mark Zuckerberg runs against Trump on a pro-immigration platform with the power of Facebook that he's already proven that Facebook can sway an election in one way or another. And now the person who runs Facebook maybe is going to run for president and we're supposed to just trust that he'll yeah donald not trump use you, facebook for his benefit to definitely win that election yeah and the problem is the left will be like anybody but trump baby and it's like i don't fucking trust mark zuckerberg to not be a fucking tyrant like there's nothing about the guy running facebook becoming president that makes me feel better right Better or worse about Trump being president. Like, I'm supposed to just assume Zuckerberg's on my side, so everything will be fine. I wouldn't want anyone taking office with that kind of power over the American populace. And if Um, he runs, the left won't say shit because he'll be running against Trump. And next thing you know, Mark Zuckerberg's our president, and our president has access to a huge cache of data about the world. Yeah. That's bad times. Well, and because and Facebook has been terrible forever. It's not just this recent stuff. But yeah. also I feel like they accidentally got a lot of goodwill from Democrats by just existing when Obama ran in 08 and, and won with the help of a lot of social media. Right. And so then a lot of us were like, oh, well, these platforms must be generally good for candidates. We like, great. And we didn't like pay attention, even though they just happened to exist when that happened, they didn't like yeah. help or anything because they're uh, awful. They're really bad. And it, <laughs> like we're talking about a company that routinely runs experiments on the public to see what their influence is. How do we know Trump wasn't their experiment to see what their influence is in an election? Yeah. And now Mark Zuckerberg's like, oh, 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 oh fuck. We want it for that guy. I'm running next. Well, and I could see him running pro-immigration too, especially because he he wrote that manifesto, I think, last year. And it was about how he believes that like the story of human history is just people becoming more interconnected over time. And so, and he said, like, I want Facebook to be part of the next stage of human history, which is a global community that works for everybody, not just uh, individual countries, I guess. Yeah, because you mentioned <laughs> earlier his internet endeavor also. Yeah. So uh, this is, uh, it's been going on for years, but they ran a thing called internet.org, which is also not a nonprofit. I don't know how they got a .org for it, <laughs> uh, but it's a thing where there's they get that? <laughs> I, uh, I really want to buy a computer. What are those? I want to buy computer.com. And it's like nothing. You go there and it's just like nothing. Like someone owns it. There. It's just like, I want it so, so badly. What's internet.com doing these days? Oh, it's no. probably send you an Sleep AOL on. disc. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, they explain the internet.org thing a little bit. Yeah. So it's, so Mark Zuckerberg announced it basically as like an event of, oh, Facebook is now going to help the world so much. And it was, we are going to use like drones or balloons or whatever technology we can to bring as much internet to as many people on earth as we possibly can. And they've gone on to use that to dominate like the, the experience of the internet itself in developing countries. Like, like here we, most of us know that there's an internet outside of Facebook, but there are many massive countries on earth where people literally do not know that they don't. And they've also been set up where like in uh, this, there's an article uh, in quartz about it from 2015, but they say that in India, you can get a Facebook only data plan for your phone, which costs a quarter of a normal data plans price. Uh, there was a company in Ghana. There was a telecom called Tigo that sold a Facebook phone, which was a Blackberry with a big blue F on the front. <laughs> ah. And they've uh, and then they pulled people in uh, several countries. They um, they asked them the question, what do you think of the statement? Facebook is the internet. And in the US, 5% of people said that was true, which is about the number of just like sure. stupid people answering a poll, I would believe, yeah. you know. Um, in Brazil, it was 55%. Oh. In India, 58 Indonesia, which is also one of the most massive countries in the world, I don't know if people know, a 61%. Nigeria, 65%. Because like they were introduced <sighs> to the internet by Mark Zuckerberg, basically I th- personally. I think yeah. the more one of the more interesting <laughs> questions from that article was do you use the internet yes or no yeah follow-up question do you use facebook yes or no and people say no i don't use the internet yes i do use facebook yeah i think like 10 percent of the people answered a poll or something which means they they truly think so they would they would ask they would ask you know all these countries and they would get how many people do you use the internet yes or no do you use Facebook? Yes or no. And the same country, less people use the internet than use Facebook. And people are like, what? <laughs> yeah. And it's, uh, and we don't know here because we're used to us kind of telecom infrastructure and, and just having the internet before Facebook was. A yeah. Thing. But I mean, Facebook's been around long enough and enough of the world has been developing and behind on getting the internet that there's huge, a huge percentage of the human population that, they've uh, very methodically made think Facebook is the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> and it, that to me, I, I don't remember. I wrote about that at one point because that the internet dot org thing has been around for years and I wrote something about it. I think maybe it was uncracked. I don't know, but where edit that out, Brett. Yeah. But it's another one of those things where people are like, Oh, well, Mark Zuckerberg's on the left. So everything he's doing must be fine. Like I got all these comments yeah. about how, oh, you hate that he's bringing the internet to third world countries. And it's like, yeah, I hate that he's bringing the internet <laughs> to third world countries. And it's. Well, he's bringing a version of it. Right. That profits him. Yeah. And also, how do you know he's on the left? I hate when. People, that's the thing. Yeah. How do you, I not. hate when people prop up celebrities to be like, you know. Dax Shepard, Kristen Bell, 2020. They're so cute with their Instagrams. What? The Rock? No one knows the shit about The Rock's politics. politics. Yeah. They know he's like a smart man of like Pacific Islander descent. So he's probably offended when Trump says racist things. But I don't know. Has he said that he's been offended by Trump? Like, yeah. The Rock's a rich guy. The Rock makes. 30 40 50 million dollars a year who do you think what do you think he supports economically i'm I'm pretty sure he did a speech at a republican national convention yeah that wouldn't surprise me like yeah people the thing is with with it being trump in 2020 people are gonna there's gonna be such a huge anyone but trump that we saw that in 2004 with bush like I literally owned a shirt that said anyone but Bush. Yeah. And I can't believe we ended up with John Kerry. I, I know that was that was a misstep. But although John Kerry's pretty dope. Yeah, I think he was like okay. Yeah, John Kerry would have been a him. good choice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, if you, yeah. The country was just dumb and still into Bush. And like, in the midst of a war. Yeah. 
But in 2020, that anyone but Trump sentiment is going to be off the fucking charts. Yeah. And if Mark Zuckerberg runs and is like, look, I also know how to run a business. I'm pro immigration (laughs) and I'm obviously anti-Trump. The people in this room think about things. A lot of people don't. There are a lot of people on the left that I love and respect, but they don't think about shit either. Like they also like CNN is Fox news for the left. Like it's not. Yeah. They just pump the same headlines and talking points into people all day. And people take that and they take it out to their fucking podcasts and their conversations (laughs) in the real world. And it's that anyone but Trump sentiment is the thing combined with the fact that he runs Facebook is the exact kind of thing that could allow a person like Mark Zuckerberg to become president. And I just feel like we need to cripple Facebook before that happens because then, Hey, still run for president. Maybe run as, Oh, I'm the victim because they killed Facebook. Maybe motherfuckers will side with you then, but at least you won't have Facebook on your side. Everything we know about what it did in the 2016 election, we shouldn't let that happen again. Like we can't let this dude run for president. I don't care how fucking pro immigration he is. We can do better. Yeah. And even like he's stoppable right now. Like I think in particular, if, if he was bought out or something and forced out of Facebook, it's not, I don't right. think he has like a cult of personality there or something. I don't think like yeah, his lieutenants would all help him thing out. Thing is like, if there is anyone who's more unlikable on just like a personal biological level than Donald Trump. It is Mark Zuckerberg. Like, <laughs> but, right. do, but a whole do you movie honestly think that's yeah. true? Do you honestly yeah. think, do you think the left would see Mark Zuckerberg as more dislikable than Trump? I think the, as you said, uh, I think the left is going to, will vote a rotting ham sandwich. I think of yeah, fucking anybody. Lindsey Graham and like the ghost of Billy Graham run for president <laughs> left would vote, yeah. would vote for that over Donald Trump. Yeah. No, I think, yeah, the, the, but truly, also I think, I think that nominate a Republican first. I like, th- yeah. Also, I think that like, I don't see Zuckerberg doing well in a democratic primary against Cory Booker or against, uh, Senator Gillibrand, like I, you know, I just don't yeah. see that happening. He's like, he's not a public speaker. I know he's working on it. I know he has all the money in the world to take all the acting classes as he wants, but like, but he's, he's also not likable. He's also got Facebook. I, like he ran, they ran election experiments where they were like, well, what if we put an I voted thing at the top of people's page? Will they go vote more? Yep. They sure will. They will go out. The people who, had that I voted thing displayed at the top of their Facebook feeds voted something like 2% more than people. And you think, Oh yeah, 2%. That's not that much. But if you're talking about a million, it could be a million people. If you're talking about a County that needs to be flipped and Facebook is like, let's put that. I voted thing on everyone's Facebook page in that County and see what happens. Roughly a hundred million people voted in the 16 election. That's like 2 million. That's one or 2 million people. Yeah. It's I'm just saying we set the precedent with Trump where we're like, yeah, you can divest from your business or maybe you don't. And as Zuckerberg runs, we now have a president who kind of controls a surveillance operation that, uh, encompasses the entire world. Probably nothing to worry about. Well, and even beyond like any intentional electioneering they do, like I think people saw Donald Trump running and a shocking percentage of the country was like, that's a real businessman. That is a man who runs right. an excellent business, even though he's done nothing but defraud people and fuck up all of his career, his entire time. And, and also deny black people housing. And, right. uh, yeah, I don't. And then, but then in Zuckerberg's case, like, I think a lot of people still like Facebook. Like most people don't have yeah. either by choice or luck. They don't have the time we have to like, think about this and, and they, they enjoy Facebook and they get a kick out of it. And like, he's much more demonstrably a successful businessman and also someone providing them with something they like. Like, I think if he's yeah. running, they'll just open Facebook. And even though it's messing with their brain, they'll just be glad it exists and thank the guy. You right. Know? I and also, I don't know. I just think also in 2020, it's going to be like a really hard pendulum swing the other way where like 
if it's like honestly it would be a great time for John Kerry to run like the most milk toast democrat yeah america would be like please someone who's just boring and won't like won't call people the n word on fox news just so like i don't have to watch the news today yeah. you know like i think people are just going to want someone like boring and capable so they don't have to be consumed with politics all the time i think people are going to be fucking fried by October, November of 2020. And there's yeah, like, yeah. I want to not be aware of like government shutdowns and all this bullshit for the next four years. And if it's a fucking ham sandwich with like googly eyes is going to do that. Yeah. Ham sandwich 2020, baby. Yeah. And, and, and Zuckerberg could win that primary as bad as he is at human interaction and stuff. Like, cause, cause Donald Trump made every primary mistake and won anyway. So why not Zuckerberg? Like, think about who uses Facebook. It's your mom. It's your mom. It's the same people <laughs> who mom. are susceptible to internet idiocy. That's yeah. who's using Facebook now. Like he can reach people who vote, right? Voters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pretty much. <laughs> I do use Facebook messenger. I, so I deactivated my Facebook. I did not delete hashtag delete Facebook. I deactivated because I do use Facebook messenger as a way to, oh, I didn't know it can work that way. I didn't know either. Okay. And that once I found that out, I was like, hell yeah, man, deactivate <laughs> me. bitch. So I use Facebook messenger you know, I mean, as I as we said at the beginning of the show, it's a good way. Facebook is a good way to stay in contact with people whose phone numbers or email addresses you don't have. Uh, um, and, right. Or in my case, um, I have um, I have many international friends. So like it's just easier Look than texting. You. It's just easier than texting it or is. if they're in America or if I'm, you know, in whatever country, it's easier to like hop on Wi-Fi and like Facebook message someone. Like a text, yeah. like, hey, you know, we're, I'll meet you at the party at whatever time, than to be on text because it's like a, you know. Yeah. Well, when you're yeah. just traveling internationally, or we either, you know, my friends from Australia or England who are here, or if I'm in one of those places, like you send the text, but it like takes 10 minutes and then it doesn't go through, even though it's 2018. I don't know how it works, but it does work that way. Yeah. Sometimes. That's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. And it's expensive too. Whereas, like, well, I'm not going to buy like a, $15 a day phone plan for my phone. I'm just going to like Facebook message you when I'm on Wi-Fi at the hotel or wherever. So I use that and, and, um, right. But I, I mean, I guess I don't, but I don't have the profile or anything. I mean, I, it's probably still tracking me through the messenger or whatever, but yeah, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. I've done that before. And, and if nothing else, you can just take like, I've taken Facebook off my phone and left messenger on. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's I. That's what I did for a, you know, a year and a half before I actually yeah. deactivated. Also, I just like, I don't like looking at pictures of myself. Facebook is literally just my Facebook was like all these albums of me being like a drunk nineteen year old, and I'm not yeah. that age. We'll post those on unpops.com for yeah, this episode. It. So <laughs> it's just like I don't. That's that's just like an old different time of my life and we're like really the only I haven't posted on Facebook for years and years before I even deactivated it like it's just sort of a relic to like when I was in college and college was fun and cool and like I have those pictures but do I want the do I want the main uh hub for Brett Raider like someone wants to find me online to be like pictures of me like being drunk and doing stupid shit and San Diego in 2006. No, I don't want that. Yeah, it's we're running out of good reasons to keep Facebook. I think as people and as just society in general. Yeah, and like if I yeah, want we, to yeah. contact someone, I'll, I'll like I'll, I'll be a brave adult and like ask them for their for their phone number or their email yeah, address. If there's someone I'm Or hit me up on Twitter. I'm there, baby. Tweet at me, baby. Slide into my DMs. Twitter doesn't make me sad. It does. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Tw no, Twitter doesn't because I don't. It makes me tremendously uh, worn out. Oh, I use yeah. worn out. I use TweetDeck, so I just have uh, all my faves that show up, all nice. the good people, and everyone yeah. else. Like Twitter has a mute button, man. It's true. Yeah, I fucking if it's you hard. if you at me on some sass. <laughs> you're getting muted. I promise you that. I don't care if you're a Patreon subscriber. I don't care if we've met. 
I don't yeah. care if you've slept in my house. And they don't know you muted them, so they just keep wearing themselves yep. out. They just keep you. tweeting. I love yeah. sports they don't even know. Twitter, but I have a hard time. It's good, yeah. Sports Twitter's great, but... And like memes and movie Twitter, but like it's hard. I mean, every day, first thing I do is I make a cup of coffee and I sit in bed and I go through like what's happened since I fell asleep and in the morning in New York. And it's like, oh, some the president said some really stupid shit today. Great. Yeah. No one should follow the president oh, I, on Twitter. Why? And no one should make the person who runs Facebook our next president. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a thing. Like if we can just get through the uh, Facebook cannot carry on as it is now through the 2020 election like that. Yeah. If you're a Trump supporter, I'm sorry. For one, you don't want Mark Zuckerberg to be the next president because he is not. Well, he would replace Trump. So you'd be upset. He would replace Trump and he would replace Trump with someone who is not in line with Trump's ideals. So feel me on that. But also, you just don't you don't want your guy running against the person who has already used his site to prove that we can make a worthless fuck stick the president. Now, what if we do it with a kind of a young dude who's taken to calling himself a Zuck lately? Like, because like, I, I think for all of American history, our presidents were all either public servants or generals. And like, what what about one of those again? How yeah, about that? Why don't we run that up the flagpole? <laughs> like, and this brief interlude's been terrible. And let's switch it up. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> we just I feel like we cannot. And if you're a Trump supporter, I know you're like, hey, oh, the Russia investigation, that's just noise. That's the only thing keeping Facebook's power to influence an election in the public eye. So I'm sorry, motherfuckers, you just have to let it carry on. If it means Trump loses office, which it will not, you'll do fine with Mike Pence in office. Don't worry about it. But the Russia investigation has to carry on because it's the only way we're going to agree as a society to hold hands and destroy Facebook. (laughs) So that's that. Everyone delete Facebook except me because I still have to promote some stuff. Unpops.com slash Patreon. Yeah, unpops.com slash or Facebook.com slash Unpops Network. Yeah, take it over. Take it over. So, yeah, we don't have comments because we're because facebook ate them darn you facebook so yeah we don't have comments for this episode because we're recording it way out of order like we do sometimes you motherfuckers will live but uh we'll do comments next week what do we have to plug before we get out of here besides deleting your facebook which or did anyone have anything to add about deleting facebook before we get out of here well, I do. I keep feeling that way with in general with like I'll, I'll do a show of some kind about how terrible social media is and then it ends with social media plugs. And I'm just like, well, I, all right. Hey, this yeah. Is like counterintuitive, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's usually how it works. <laughs> I promoted some stuff on Facebook today. But yeah, but but also like as as bad as Twitter can be, it's better than Facebook. And it might just be because it's not as powerful, but it, it's a better space. Uh, for interacting with me. Yeah, I, I <laughs> like, agree with let's that. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. You should definitely follow me on Twitter. I'm definitely not going to accept your friend request on Facebook. listeners. <laughs> I can promise you that 100%. Probably not on Instagram either. Well, also even, even just like functionally it's cause you can only accept so many friends. There's a cap on it on Facebook yeah. for some reason. So also like I have to be selective. Like even if you did accept everybody only, it would, it would be like a doorbuster thing or something like only the first exactly. few thousand people can actually. Right. Yeah. You have to set up like a, like a fan page, like a page, essentially a fan page for yourself. And then you're an asshole. Yeah. I have a fan page. <laughs> oh, well, that's fine. Go on. It's fine. You're an asshole. It's, it's got a lot of fans. And she used it to promote stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Go on. No, no. I'm just going to go on another five minute jag about Facebook. <laughs> I don't care. Let's get out. Let's get the fuck out of here. Fuck you, Facebook. All right. Yeah, let's uh patreon.com slash unpops. Sign up for that. We're gonna be doing a bonus episode of Unpops every month. 
that you can only get on Patreon. Just me and Bready Boy. DM me on Patreon. That's how you got to get in touch. <laughs> yeah. Find my account on Patreon. Find Bready Boy on Patreon. DM him. We're going to be doing a bonus episode <laughs> of Unpops every month starting in May. We'll probably just be reading your emails and answering Sh- your voicemails Kibitzin. and things. Just Kibitzin. Kibitzin? Kibitzin. That's what Jews just, do. Just Kibitzin. <laughs> That's going to be the name of the bonus on Pops. Kibitzin with that. No, it's Rick. Sports Cops. I've got to talk about Sports Cops. Like. Sports Cops. <laughs> Check out the Sports Cops podcast coming on Pops also. Yeah. There and really there really was a court inside a veteran stadium in Philly. There were so many crimes they had to adjudicate. Go on. They had to adjudicate them during the game. They yep. couldn't just put him in a jail and then have a paddy wagon come after the after the. Yeah, they needed it on the premises, like below the concourse That's or whatever. Yeah. Because That's a it. lot of stadiums have jails. Oh, yeah. Oh, but not great. They have jails like in Gillette. Uh, they have like jails in like hospital beds. I went to a, a San Francisco. <laughs> you got 40, in jail? <laughs> I know. I went to a San Francisco 49er game uh, at the at Candlestick Park, their old stadium. And it was fucking rowdy as fuck. And people were drunk. It was opening. It was opening weekend. So people were just like excited about football. It was still kind of summer. It was, you know, and at halftime, they stopped serving beer. And I, I was I was kind of getting to the front of the line and like, you know, the manager or whatever on that concourse of all the concessions was like kind of going, going around to each one. And he was like, no more beer. Stop selling it. All the jail cells are full. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You know, but yeah. Just like the, the local police uh, and, you know, nurses or wherever was just like taking care of people and locking people up at the bottom of Candlestick Stadium. Candlestick Park. Yet so another San Francisco yeah. regulation. Am I right? Jeez. So go to Jeez jail at a baseball game this year, everybody. Yeah. We should plug that. <laughs> Get arrested at Veteran Stadium if you have a chance, even though arrested it's torn at the down vet. by now. <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's the link now. Yeah, get arrested at the link or Dodger Stadium. Throw a beer at a baby. It's happened to you. <laughs> happened to me. All right. Uh, let's get the fuck. Did you have anything to plug, Alex? Um, uh, Twitter.com slash Alex Schmitty and uh, my website, Alex Show dates and more. Nice. Oh, I'm also speaking of show dates. I will be on tour in May with Chet Wild. We'll be in Chicago, May 16th, Minneapolis, May 17th, Dyersville, Iowa, May 18th. Where's Dyersville? The middle of fucking it. It's where literally where Field of Dreams was filmed. Oh, that's cool. But yeah, there's just this small venue that's bringing us out. That's (laughs) what we built the tour. That's awesome. Uh, that Saturday, May 19th, we'll be doing a house show in Wichita, Kansas at someone's house. At Steve's house. Everyone in Wichita knows Steve. You know, Steve tickets are expensive with the house. And then, uh, (laughs) it's got the lights and the mailbox in front. May 20th, we'll be at Tapcade in Kansas City. You remember Tapcade is great. That place is awesome. Yeah. That will be a fun time. I'm so glad, glad you're doing Chicago too. I'm wearing a Chicago shirt. Yeah, Chicago uh, North Bar. Shout get out to Jim Weber. Uh, North Bar. That venue is amazing. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Alex, say goodbye. Goodbye. Brett, say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. We love you. Street. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street. Bring a 